Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Kiss My Ash is here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. Listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf, to Kiss My Ash Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, the man, the mountain, the myth, the cooch. What's happening? <laughs> and the lovely and elegant and fun-loving Lady M. Oh, I was hoping I had some kind of introduction. See, like, a few more I, cooches. It doesn't really deserve, though, I think. What? Very adjectival this morning. I know. Yeah, I like it. Sometimes you have to be an enunciator and an agitator of things. Yes. And in the studio this <laughs> morning uh, for our Meet Your Maker segment is Maria Martin from the Pedro Martin uh, Family of Cigars. Uh, good morning. Thanks for coming to the show. Thank you for inviting me. Good morning, everybody. Good. You guys stick around for the show, and uh, we have our Meet Your Maker segment coming up in a little bit, but feel free to interject with your wisdom at any point. Uh, events. we got a lot of events going on. Uh, we got the uh, Alec Bradley Tasting in uh, Pompano uh, this coming Tuesday. Tuesday? This Tuesday, the 24th. Uh, we have an Alec Bradley Tasting. Mm-hmm. We have a Perdomo event in Wellington on Friday the 27th, and we also have an event in our Margate location on the 28th, which will be Rocky Patel. So um, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, also, this week, I'd like to mention on the air, uh, Wednesday, I believe, the 18th, would have been the uh, 87th birthday of uh, our dear friend, Sal Fontana. Who, uh, no, uh, Colin. No. 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 I, in, I miss in, him. In memoriam. In memoriam. It's all right, yeah, Colin. Not it's all right. Happy birthday. <laughs> you, you missed that part there. Paging yeah. common sense. There you go. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Uh, who uh, this year uh, would have turned 87. So, yeah, everybody misses him. Great guy. Think about him all the time. Our shops have not been the same. Uh, that being said, uh, what's going on this weekend? Any plans? Uh, I'm going to clean my house, finally. I've been trying to clean it since before Christmas, and I have not done so yet, and it's a giant pigsty. <laughs> and, and, and and the Mick has allowed you to go this long? Uh, no, no, no. You see, he doesn't do anything. He would oh. live in a pigsty. So kind of like in the shop. Exactly. Not Aww. much different. If he He's had a choice, he would live in a pigsty. I'm the only person who's cleaned it in the entire two years we've lived there. Do you ever. still have your Christmas tree up? Because I do. Uh, <laughs> how, do you, you, how do you... Do you know me at all? I need to take my Christmas tree I do not tree celebrate Christmas. <laughs> I put my Festivus pole away the day after Festivus. Oh, whatever. And it's back in the closet where it belongs. Does the Festivus pole spin? No. It's, oh, okay. I, just, no. I love it, Thanksgiving. It just stands <laughs> up there and it has a nice spot to sit next to the entryway. That's it. What about you, Em? <clears throat> Well, first of all, I want to recover from last night. Last night? Yeah. Last week? Which last is it? Last night. I went out last night. You know, we have surprise, Lady, surprise. We have, you know, we have Lady M for all our listeners out there. We have Lady M uh, <laughs> listening to all our episodes because she has to put a montage together. And she sends me a text yesterday. She goes, wow, listening to all these episodes made me think, makes me think I have a drinking problem. <laughs> he oh. goes, wow, you just realized that? Yeah. I go, jeez. I'm just glad I wasn't out until 4 o'clock this, in the morning last night for the first time in the 2012. So, hey. Yeah. Victory for me, minor. <laughs> All right. In bed by some late hour. Alone. Right. Not, 
again. <laughs> well, folks, always. as always. Um, Thanks for rubbing it in, jerk face. All the staff at Smoke In and our good patrons will always cut and light all our fine cigars with the finest products made by Zycar, guaranteed for life. And every week, Jerry Deer and our good friends of Zycar always give away a nice prize to our loyal listeners. All you have to do is, when you hear this sound, be the first caller to call in, and you will win this week an Ellipse 2 lighter. Uh, black color, it's about uh, $90. What is it? Triple flame. Wow. Triple, triple flame. flame. Triple flame. Triple flame action. lighter. Yeah, single action. And uh, $90 value. So be the first caller when you hear that sound, and you will win that prize, courtesy of good friends Jerry Deer and the fine folks at Zycar. Kansas City. Cooch, yeah. what is up in the world? Oh, let's see. What is going on in the news this week? It's been an exciting but slow week, I think, in the news. So we've got some exciting stories that I've had to sift through much more deeply than I normally would. Mm. But I decided to make it a good world. Cougar has become so tied to horny middle-aged women that a high school has rejected it as their mascot. (laughs) Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, a Utah high school decided that cougar means too much like a middle-aged woman now, and that is just the... Because it's the number two definition in Webster's, under the word cougar. Animal, and then middle-aged woman who is out to score young prowl. In fact, I don't know if you watch television, but there's a show that's called Cougar Town. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox's show, show, yeah. By the way, great show. I mean, really, phenomenal, well-written series. Phenomenal good. comedy. They they actually were contemplating changing the name between last season and this season because of they felt people weren't watching the show because Cougar Town gave it a feeling that, of what the show is not about. So, what, so but, it's not about middle-aged women that are it, it's looking not about for young cougars, no, is there a man? Is there a name for a man, a middle-aged man? I was man? just about to ask that. that it's that, called a man. It's called a predator. <laughs> yeah, it's called <laughs> a predator. Yeah. Uh, but basically, the Canyon School Board cited the edition of Webster's Dictionary stating Cougar, a middle-aged woman seeking a romantic relationship with a younger man. So they decided no, not to do it, even though the school is full of Mormon children who are big fans of BYU, and that's why they voted at the number one. So they went with the runner-up choice, the Chargers, which they did not check the Urban Dictionary definition, which is, quote, early morning oral to start your day. Nice. Well yeah. done. So way to go, Utah School you Board. You can't follow Urban Dictionary. There's a there's a definition for you, every you word. Re- that's all you read for your, the dictionary. Uh, oh, did you hear about the guy in Jeopardy who answered the question, Donkey Punch? Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw that. That was great. Yeah. No, was, I didn't. Tell me. Yeah. Well, there was a, there was if we can talk about it on air. Well, yeah, the real punch when you hit somebody in the back of the neck is a, a rabbit punch. punch. Right. So, you know, Alex Trebek goes, you know, a punch to the back of the neck, and the guy goes, donkey punch. And you know what's funny is you could hear Alex Trebek almost wanting to laugh yeah. when he said it, but he didn't. He kept going. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, a woman offers sexual favors in a McDonald's drive through in exchange for chicken McNuggets. I'm wow. guessing McDonald's is not too concerned with what's going on in the drive throughs Last week, a woman in Burbank got a call about a woman standing outside of McDonald's around 11 p.m. Apparently, she was opening up every passenger's car door and telling them she would give them sexual favors in exchange for chicken McNuggets. Wow. At no point in the police report did it say how many sexual, uh, how many, what kind of a sexual favor you got for how many nuggets. But <laughs> the woman was arrested for soliciting. Supersize? I, d- I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, 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 what's a 20 count going to get I you? I have no idea. What, what's that? I have no idea. Wor- I'm lost in this world. We're probably man. falling around already. Extra ranch. <laughs> I don't think that works. An 85-year-old woman was critically injured by a falling cat thrown by an arguing couple, which once again goes to show people when you are arguing, please do not throw your pets. <laughs> in Buenos Aires, Argentina, a heated argument started between an unnamed man and his wife. At one point, the husband grabbed the family cat and threw it at his wife, because obviously, if I'm getting mad at my wife, I'm going to throw a cat. 
That's the obvious hey, thing. Hey, they got claws. She was able to dodge the flying cat, but unfortunately, there was an open window wow. there. The cat flew out the fourth floor apartment, fell to the street below, and landed on the head of their 85-year-old neighbor. <laughs> Wasn't that in about Mary? Something about Mary with the dog? <laughs> the dog, yeah, yeah, the dog. I think the, the dog just dog. died. But well, anyway, the cat died. The woman was taken to the hospital. She suffered a skull fracture oh and is on a ventilator in critical condition. The cat did not survive, so once again proving cats do not always land on their feet, especially from four-story windows. But no one has been charged with anything yet, and they, that's... They should be, poor absolutely. little kitty but cat. that is what we have this week in the news, and now it's time for sports. From the Seaview Radio Studios in beautiful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, this is Around the World of Sports on Kiss My Ash Radio. A most pleasant good morning, I'm Jimmy Jam DeBabna, and plenty of compelling storylines for tomorrow's championship Sunday in the NFL. In the NFC, the reborn New York Giants travel west to take on the upstart San Francisco 49ers. Both teams are coming off impressive victories last week in the divisional round. New York has won four in a row, including last week's shocking manhandling of the 15-1 Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. The 49ers, however, saw their 17-point first-half lead evaporate against the Saints before they pulled off the stunner at home with Alex Smith's game-winning touchdown throw with less than 10 seconds to go in the game. The resurgent 49ers remain a less-than-field goal favorite playing at home, but the New York Giants are 4-0 all-time in NFC Championship games. Unheralded Giant coach Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning's big-game experience to go along with the Giants' D-line pressure on untested 49er quarterback Alex Smith will be the difference as New York will make its fifth-ever trip to the Super Bowl. The AFC Championship game represents a battle between the most explosive offense and the most dominant defense of the past decade in the National Football League. The Baltimore Ravens defense, led by future Hall of Famers Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs, will travel to Foxborough to see if they can stop Tom Brady and the explosive New England Patriots. Brady has thrown for over 5,000 yards this year and for a record six touchdowns last week against a respectable Broncos defense. It's the legend Tom Brady versus the unproven Joe Flacco. It's the genius of Bill Belichick versus the young John Harbaugh. Not to mention New England has won over 80% of its games at Gillette Stadium over the last 10 years. The Patriots' offensive machine should overcome their defensive liabilities, and New England will be playing in Super Bowl 46, going for their fourth Lombardi Trophy since 2002. Couple dream scenarios could play out tomorrow for NBC and NFL marketing executives. One of them would have the 49ers and Ravens advancing, which would feature the unprecedented coaching brothers John and Jim Harbaugh facing each other in Indianapolis. Another ideal outcome would have large market teams New England and New York facing off at Lucas Oil Field, which would be a rematch of the legendary 2008 giant 17-14 Super Bowl victory over the Patriots. Baltimore and New England get it on at 3 p.m. Eastern time on CBS, while the Giants and 49ers play in the late game with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman calling the game on Fox. In the NBA, the L.A. Lakers have fought their way to the top of the Pacific Division in the West 
behind aging superstar Kobe Bryant, who has put up a league-leading 31 points per game at age 33. The defending champion Dallas Mavericks continue to struggle to stay above the 500 mark as the veteran-dominated team is shooting an ineffective 42% from the field. And the cream of the crop in the West remains to be the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are 6-2 on the road and are getting over 46 points per game from stars Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Despite losing MVP Derrick Rose for some games with turf toe issues, the Chicago Bulls remain atop the Eastern Conference with their top-ranked defense giving up less than 86 points per game. The Miami Heat haven't fared so well without all-star guard Dwayne Wade having gone 6-4 in their last 10 before Thursday night's matchup with the Lakers. The Heat are the number one scoring team in the league, averaging over 107 points per game, but rank near the bottom defensively, giving up nearly 100. To the cold ice of the NHL, after a hot start to the season, the Florida Panthers are barely holding on to the eighth and final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. The Panthers have lost three in a row heading into yesterday's game with league-leading Chicago and have struggled to light the lamp, averaging only two and a half goals per game. While the Panthers have gotten solid goaltending from Jose Theodore and Scott Clemenson, they've struggled in the penalty kill department, ranking 24th of 30 league-wide. In sports news and notes, a nagging hamstring injury forced Andy Roddick to bail out of the Australian Open in a second-round match as the American was going for his second career Grand Slam victory. Roddick is currently ranked 16th in the world and has made over $20 million on the ATP. The Miami Herald is reporting that Denver Broncos offensive coordinator Mike McCoy is the odds-on favorite to take over as the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins. This after veteran coach Jeff Fisher chose the St. Louis Rams coaching vacancy over the Dolphins one. Miami hasn't won a playoff game since the Clinton administration. And finally, it appears that the chances of the most anticipated fight of the last quarter century has fizzled once again. The proposed match between Floyd Mayweather Jr. and undefeated top-ranked fighter Manny Pacquiao faces an uphill battle and looks to be on the rocks. Mayweather is demanding a May 5th fight date to accommodate his June 1st incarceration on domestic violence charges. Pacquiao promoter Bob Arum has scoffed at the demand, saying the early May date leaves too much money on the table. A Pacquiao-Mayweather bout, whenever it may happen, is expected to net each fighter between 50 and 75 million dollars. And that is a look at sports. For Kiss My Ash Radio, Jimmy Jam Dababna reporting. Since the recording of Around the World of Sports had become official, the Miami Dolphins went ahead and hired Packers offensive coordinator Joe Philbin. Uh, big congratulations to our social media winner. Yes, the word was Super Bowl, which was said during sports. Shane from yeah. Illinois. Shane from Illinois, you want a five-pack of Pedro Martin cigars, courtesy of Maria Martin and the gang. That'll be uh, shipped out to you this week. So uh, if you don't know what the social media word is, you got to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Every Friday we'll post it, and uh, all you got to do is call in when you hear a special word, and you'll get something special. For those of you who didn't win, stay tuned. we still got our uh, Zycar giveaway, our $50 Monte Cristo gift card, mm-hmm. yeah. trivia question. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got uh, Dummy Dialer and... Um, What's the name of that guy? Oh, yeah. Christian Basso coming up with the fray. So uh, stay tuned.
If you're looking for an exciting career on the high seas, get yourself really high at the Italian Cruise Ship Captain School. When you're an Italian Cruise Ship Captain, you'll learn important nautical phrases that let everyone know you're in charge. Like, I'm getting out of here. This boat, she's a-sinking. Or, stay on course. What are you, nuts? And, get the f*** back on board? Forget about it. The Italian Cruise Ship Captain School. Be one of the few. The proud. The imprisoned. I'm working it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash? I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, that's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash. How can I get a terrific ash like yours? Well, it takes just a little practice and an H. Upman 1844 Reserve. A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 Reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 Reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 Reserves, we can compare ashes. My ash is bigger. Yeah, but my ash is prettier. Now who's showing off? H. Upman 1844 Reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shells, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastran Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com. Camacho Corojo is available at all smoke-in locations. Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Report's Best of the Best, it's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility stillbirth and low birth rate. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente's Fuente. 
in the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father Cigars. And one cigar family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and My Father Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today. In today's market, value is king. And there is no greater value in premium cigars than Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nesta Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full-bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great their Casa Magna great. Honest Abe here, and I gotta tell you about the coolest app that I just downloaded for free on my iPhone and iPad. It's called Cigar Boss. It features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me rate my favorite cigars and helps me find the perfect cigar that I want to smoke. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone, iPod, or iPad today. Also, be on the lookout for special smoking deals only on Cigar Boss. Android version coming soon. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Candidates flocked to South Carolina Trying to get more face time With rednecks drunk on moonshine Romney will have an easy time The rest are far behind Yes, I'm going to South Carolina in my mind Gingrich is headed, weighs a ton that philanderer's been married three times So Christians endorse Santorum John Huntsman's disappearing No one liked him Yes, I'm going to South Carolina in my mind <laughs> I just thought it would be a nice, gentle way to start the fray. <clears throat> I, I know, I mean... I find that interesting. Even though they said Romney's ahead, but he's actually not in South Carolina, apparently. No. But you know who's going to tell us about that? It's going to be Christian Basso. Hello, Christian. Good Hello. There he is, from the car. Driving. What's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? Nothing much. I, uh, you know, I, I normally have my, my, my alarm set for the exact time and everything to dial in, but uh, I got the little text, so I'm on the line with you. Abe? Oh, yeah, I had a like, nice little parody that just played. I think you missed it, but too bad. It was, it was, it was good. It was just a synopsis of everything that's been going on and uh, and what happened in South Carolina. Listen, there's so much going on right now. 
guys, my head is filled with so much information. I wouldn't even know where to begin, but I, I would like to begin by saying that this morning in Starbucks, I met probably one of the finest Americans I've ever met in my life. The guy's name was Fred Morris. I promised I'd give him a shout out. And he promised that he would start tuning in to uh, Kiss My Ash Radio. And I explained to him what we do here. And, you know, the funny thing is the conversation, guys, and not to get off subject, started real quick with him having to pay $2.81 for a hot chocolate at Starbucks at the age of 90. He could not believe how much hot chocolate cost in Starbucks. <laughs> and that led us off into a political conversation that lasted a half hour. That the guy is just, uh, he, he's just amazing. He understands that how important this election is. And he can't believe that there are younger fellas out there like me that believe in conservatism, that believe in that you need to go out and work for your own money and stop looking for the government to give you handouts. Yeah. So I just wanted to give that shout out for him. There, yeah, well, here, here, I, we agree. Here's another oh, fantastic yep. American. So, there you go. so a lot been going on this week. People dropping out, uh, South Carolina. What's your stance on what's been going on? Listen, Abe, um, there's so much that's going on, so much that kind of scares me, so much that makes me happy. But you want to know something? I really see our, our political uh, way of doing things uh, going the way it ought to in America. You know, it's going to come down, honestly, to who the Americans want most. And I, and I believe that between the last two debates, the one on Tuesday night and the one on Thursday night, there's been a lot of progress made between the four candidates that we have left. But really, what it comes down to is, you know, Mitt Romney versus everyone else. And you heard Newt Gingrich say it this week, and he said it over and over. He said, I really would appreciate if, if Rick Perry and Rick Santorum would bow out of the race to give me the opportunity to go one-on-one -on -one as the true conservative against Mitt Romney, who I don't know if you guys saw the last debate, in my opinion, did a god-awful job of debating when it got narrowed down to these four guys. You know, I'm a little afraid. Everybody said that this Romney's the one who could take on Obama. This is my problem. Everybody's right. saying Romney's a ticket, but you want to know what? You know, I know we talk about how he's unelectable and he keeps putting his foot in his mouth. No one excites me when I listen to them more than Newt. Newt always makes sense. Newt knows always how to put somebody in his place. I, I just want to play you a couple clips from, from this week that, that, that are, you know, we just got to hear them. Now, the fact is, 99 weeks is an associate degree. That's how much unemployment. 99 weeks of unemployment. That's what you get now. It, it tells you, I think it tells you everything. I, I, I hope the, my four colleagues would agree here. It tells you everything you need to know about the difference between Barack Obama and the five of us, that we actually think work is good. We actually think saying to somebody, I'll help you if you're willing to help yourself is good. Unconditional efforts by the best food stamp president in American history to maximize dependency is terrible for the future of this country. Amen. Hang on. There's, there's two other clips. I know. That was the last one. Hold on. And th that was just on the 99 weeks that they're giving for unemployment now. Play the other two. And I got to tell you, my email account, my Twitter account has been inundated with people of all races who are asking if your comments are not intended to belittle the poor and racial minorities. You saw some of this reaction during your visit to a black church in South Carolina. 
You saw some of this during your visit to a black church in South Carolina where a woman asked you why you refer to President Obama as the food stamp president. It sounds as if you are seeking to belittle people. Well, sometimes you just got to play the race card. The fact is that more people have been put on food stamps by Barack Obama than any president in American history. I know among the politically correct, you're not supposed to use facts that are uncomfortable. Second, you are the one who earlier raised a key point. There's a, the area that ought to be I-73 was called by Barack Obama a corridor of shame because of unemployment. Has it improved in three years? No. They haven't built the road. They haven't helped the people. They haven't done anything. So, I mean, nobody gets me excited as much as why I listen to this guy talk. You want to know why? I agree. Uh, hey, the truth is, he's the sharpest guy in the room yeah. at all times. He has that same charismatic, witful Right, you're never going to stump him. He knows more than you. He'll turn it around. He'll bring it to fight. He'll make the game his game mentality, like Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was the same exact way. Yeah. You know, and and honestly, I mean, that's why I advocated Newt Gingrich from the start. Uh, and and you know, I just don't know where it's going to go. And to be honest with you, look at this Rick Santorum in the debate. Nobody could bring up any dirt on this guy. I mean, you could go back into Newt Gingrich's time uh, as as, uh, as Speaker of the House and some of the ethics violations that he was involved with. There are things that you could pull up on him as far as his ex-wives are concerned, which I think is moronic. There's stuff that you could do as far as Romney, what Romney care, and the fact that a lot of the things that he did did show that he was more pro, um, pro, for abortion than he was uh, against abortion, pro-life. Um, there's a lot of things, but on this Rick Santorum, I mean, the worst thing that you could probably find that this guy did was he ran into the woods to wipe his ass with a with a leaf. I mean, <laughs> nothing wrong. So, for the true conservative party, I mean, he really does hammer down. He beats the both of them up, and that is kind of good for him as well. So, I, you really don't know which way it could go. But I, what I really like to have is is Rick Santorum's background, everything that he's done in the past, uh, as far as never doing anything wrong. <laughs> to not give Obama any ammunition, and Newt Gingrich being the one representing that kind of a background. Oh, I agree. I mean, I mean, let's face it. Hands down, no one will be able to debate Obama better than Gingrich out of this bunch, mm-hmm. without a doubt. He, did you hear what he said in the debate? I'll let Obama read off of a teleprompter. <laughs> I'll let him read off of a teleprompter, and, and I'll debate him. I mean, the guy's just the guy's just ready for war, and, and that's what I love about. Him. Well, it, it it really is amazing. Listen, and even. Even when, you know, they try to bring up stuff about, now, you know, his wife came out and said that... Open um, marriage. Yeah, she opened marriage. Everything. You know, every, you know, here, you expect it might shake a guy up. Listen listen to Newt's response when, when they actually asked him the opening question about his open marriage. Would you like to take some time to respond to that? No, but I will. I think, I think the destructive, vicious, negative nature, and I am appalled that you would begin a presidential debate on a topic like that. Every person in here knows personal pain. To take an ex-wife and make it two days before the primary, a significant question in a presidential campaign, is as close to despicable as anything I can imagine. 
I get your point. I take your point. John, it was repeated by your network. You chose to start the debate with it. Don't try to blame somebody else. You and your staff chose to start this debate with it. With that confidence. Let me be quite clear. The story is false. I am tired of the elite media protecting Barack Obama by attacking the public. That is very true. He is unshakable. Yep. There you go. That's what I'm trying to say. I, that's what we need. And, and you want to know something? They use terms like he's uh, egotistical and, and grandiose. Yeah, so what? This guy's running for the leader of the free world. The entire world looks at who we elect as president. And I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed of what we have right now, to be quite frank with you. And this is the type of guy that I want to sit down with other leaders of the world because you're not getting over on him. And you want to know what the best part about it? He feels like we all do, except we can't even articulate ourselves as, as cleverly as he can, as, as uh, perfect as far as etiquette is concerned. I mean, I'd lose my patience and, and start MFing people if I felt like he did. But he does it in a way with such class and respect and dignity, and he gets the point across perfectly. And with, with, fa- with facts. He's always got the facts. Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, you've got a rough race going on down there today. The weather's not going to help. This is another thing that has to be concerned. You know, this, uh, I really do hope that Newt Gingrich pulls this one out, and I really do hope it shows Rick Santorum, you know what, let me step aside, let me get my evangelical uh, following to step behind Newt Gingrich here. Let's get Romney out of this race. Let's put Newt in there. Let's give the world the heavyweight match we're looking to see. Newt Gingrich versus Barack Obama, three debates this year, and I want to see Barack Obama curl himself up in a fetal position and try to jump back inside his mama. That's what I'm looking for. You know what? He's going to be the only guy who's going to be able to do that. And I think, look, I know it's scary to say, oh, can Newt ever beat Barack? But I think when you see what Newt does, if you get Newt and Barack in a room and debate, I think he'll... uh, You know what I get the feeling of? You played sports, Chris, right? Sure, absolutely. My whole life. He's like the Ditka, the Lombardi, you know? That that, that rough coach that everybody loves, even though they're hardline. You know, that's the feeling I get when I listen to him. That's right. He gives you the tough love talk to you. I'm telling you. He tells you when you're doing wrong, but he inspires you to do better. So I really hope he can overcome all this stuff. I, I hope he gets a chance to go up against Barack because, you know, whether he wins or loses, I'd love to see him manhandle Barack Obama in a conversation. You want to talk about something I've been thinking about excitingly all week? If this guy pulls out this primary in South Carolina, I got him coming down to Florida next week, baby. We're going to go. So we got to do some things. We got to throw some parties together, some campaign parties. I want to get people around to watch the debates down here in Florida. I want to do some things that will help this guy, man. Let's put something together in Pompano, and we'll, we'll talk about it on the air and organize it. Absolutely, like we did for McCain in Pompano four years ago. Absolutely. All right, guys. Yeah. Sounds like a plan, Chris. Listen, once again, that was the fray with Christian Basso on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks again, Chris. We're always uh, taking time to uh, express your views and uh, help us get past the Kool-Aid. All right. I'm going to go smoke a cigar right now, guys. All right. Take care, my friend. so jealous. (laughs) Listen, don't go nowhere, folks. We have the lovely Maria Martin from Pedro Martin Cigars coming up with Meet Your Maker. Uh, And also your favorite, Dummy Dialer. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Smoke it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. 
It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. Hello, George Rico with Granabano Cigars. Granabano Cigars uses the finest family-grown tobacco from Nicaragua, Colombia, and Honduras. Great pride and generations of skilled craftsmanship goes into each and every Granabano Cigars. Look for our new limited edition Zulu Zulu, our economically priced VIP cigars, and the soon-to-be-released Opium. For more information on the fine cigars of Granabano, visit us at ghcigars.com or your nearest fine tobacconist. Tell them George Rico sent you. The Taranio Family Cigar Company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and cigars has been their passion for four generations, and their driving force in making quality cigars. The Taranio Master and Single Region Cigars have scored 91 and 92 respectively by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50-Year Cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2010. So take time to burn a Taranio Family Cigar and experience something special. Rocky Patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years. And proof of that is the award-winning Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and the decade by Rocky Patel. The 15th anniversary is a 92-rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich, toasty notes of spice, cocoa, espresso bean, and a lingering sweetness. The Decade by Rocky Patel is the highest-rated non-Cuban cigar ever, receiving a rating of 95. The Decade is an amazingly well-balanced cigar with a long, full finish and distinctive lingering sweetness. The rich, oily wrapper on the Decade is as inviting as any cigar in your humidor. Enjoy the Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and The Decade by Rocky Patel. They'll be the cigars that you want to relax with and enjoy. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium-aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations. So ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. 
1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement. Living up to their promise of form, feel, and function, Zycar offers the highest quality products at the best possible prices. Should your Zycar accessory fail in any way, simply return it and Zycar will immediately and cheerfully repair it or replace it for you. Now that's 100% total satisfaction. If you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, visit any authorized Zycar dealer or your nearest smoking location. Don't be left swimming with the sharks. Zycar for life. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. One, two, three, take my hand and come with me because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. Welcome back. We're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. I am your host, Honest Dave, along with my gang, the Hooch, and the lovely Lady M. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. You sound excited. I am very excited. <laughs> Golly, it's time for a dummy dial. Hello, the guys, what are you excited? Oh, yeah. We all have dugout. Hello, this is Bordis. Aeromedical incense. Aeromedical what? Hello, this is Charlie. How can I help you? Yeah, do y'all sell the herbal incense? Hello, this is Sidewinder talking. How can I help you? Do y'all sell K2 um, open ring? I've never tried this before, but I'd love to try it. I'm telling you, the suppositories work great. You don't got a problem with sticking stuff up your butt, do you? Oh, yeah, I located that in America. By the cow, brown white cow. He's always there. The cow died. The cow, the cow died? <laughs> We're down by the water tower next to the river. Oh, that's what I do for a living, paint water towers. Well, listen, doggy. I'm not a dog. Oh. All right. <laughs> you come to store now? No. Bye-bye. <laughs> Maria's over there making faces. <laughs> what is that? Those are all real clips from previous calls yeah. over over the season so yeah. far. Those are all real clips. Well, this this dummy dialer, I can't even give a name. So uh, I just call it the insane woman caller. But uh, there's not even a kid. It's just crazy. Go ahead, hit this one. Well, hello, this is Sidewinder. How can I help you? Yeah, where am I calling? Where are you calling from? Operator in uh, Mount Pleasant, Texas. We're down the yards, bro. Where? We're in the yards, bro. Where's that at? It's in Texas. Ain't even in Texas. Is it in Texas? It's in Texas, yeah. Well, it's not in Mount Pleasant because that's where I wanted stupid. Well, there's something I can do for you, darling. Information. Uh, nothing. But I'm gonna call the people who. I own my cell phone and drop them out because I asked for a place here in town and the... You gonna cuss them cell phone people out? Yeah, I am. They you, need you should. They need a good cussing out, young lady. I agree with you. They're always messing me up. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know where Yarborough is in Texas. Yarborough is right next to Suggernaw. <laughs> Where's that at? It's right next to Yarborough. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm in East Texas. What part of Texas are you? We're in East Texas. What what, what is it you're looking for, darling? Uh, a company here in Mount Pleasant, Pace. You're looking for what company? Uh, it's a distribution center here in town. What do they distribute? <laughs> they distribute. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. It's just something new. 
You don't know what they distribute. So you're looking for something that you don't know where it is or what they distribute. Is that what you're telling me? I just drove right, I just drove right by it. I wanted an operator to give me the phone number so I could call them and tell them they need to move their sign by the stop sign because you can't see through a metal sign. So you have to pull right out into the highway before you see if there's anybody oh coming. Okay, so let me get this straight. You can't see through a metal sign, <laughs> right? Yeah, and but the operator, yeah, the operator gave me the wrong number. And the operator gave you the wrong number because you couldn't see through the metal sign? No, because the computer didn't understand paste. Paste. Mount Pleasant, Texas. Are you talking like paste, sauce, or paste, like Elmer's paste? P-A-C-E. P-A-C-E. Not the one from New York City, right? No. Okay, I just want to be sure. Well, you just tell me where that sign is. I go out and move it myself. Well, you're not, like, probably in the same area code I'm in. How do you know what area code I'm in? You don't even know where Suckinaw Yarborough is. I'm 60 miles from Texas, You know, you know a lot of stuff for somebody who doesn't know a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, the operator don't know it. Uh, no, the operator definitely oh doesn't know nothing. Oh, my God. I know it. I don't cross them out about it one time. On so my Did they charge you for this call? <laughs> yeah, because I've got a thousand minutes and a thousand texts. you got a thousand <laughs> minutes? Young lady, how can you talk that long? She just Most used them all text. up. Oh, you like to text a lot? I'm just curious. When you text, does that count as minutes on your phone? <laughs> Depends on what plan you have. I don't know. What plan do I have? I don't know. There's, there's regular minutes and there's text minutes. I don't like that text. I just like good old-fashioned talking. Yeah. Now, you're not texting while you're driving, are you? No, I do it at stop signs and red lights. You do what? When I come to a stop. Oh, uh, when you come to a red light? Yeah. That's good girl. Anything else I can do for you, young lady? Uh, no, that's it. All right. Good luck on your adventure. Stop and go in. Yeah, I'm going to need it. Right yeah, all right, Don. <laughs> She's going to need a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah. A lot more than luck. I could have ran that dummy dialer for an hour. That woman never would have hung up the so phone. So she wasn't even looking for incense or the No, or she was the she just drove by some sign and was trying to get the company that owned the sign. and To move. I can't and see knowing the metal she, sign. And, wait, and knowing she has the wrong number, talked to me on the phone for a minimum of six minutes, and I had to kick her off the phone. <laughs> That was unbelievable. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Well, now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. And this morning, up from Miami, we have the lovely Maria Martin from Pedro Martin Cigars. Thank you for taking the time on your Saturday morning and coming up and joining us on Kiss My Ass Radio. Well, it's my pleasure, Abe. Seems like you've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying every moment of it. Maria, you're, I mean, let's just, for all our listeners out there, let's start off. Your family has a long, extensive history in the cigar business. Yes. Give us your uh, story from the beginnings of the Martin's beginnings uh, in the cigar industry. Well, the Martin's beginning, uh, I guess it started in the 1800s in uh, Spain, in uh, Canary Islands. And uh, my father inherited some of the land that they um, grew tobacco on. So when Franco took over Spain... Uh, my grandfather and my great uncle went to Cuba. To uh, my great uncle did a factory. My grandfather did a farm, 
and my father from the age of seven started there. And this is Pedro. This mm-hmm. is Pedro. Yes. And the and age of seven was working in Cuba. Age of seven. Well, after school. Uh, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the, the child immigration law, the child work laws back then the, were very hard. They didn't hard. have any. I know. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so not only on my father's side, but also on my mother's side, oh, okay. there was tobacco. So, because uh, it went much further than just the cigars, much further industry, than right? just the cigars. Right. It was all, all kinds of stuff, and and uh, that's how I grew up with my grandmother rolling cigars in my kitchen mm. and oh. smoking, and she hung them up in her closet, the tobacco, and I and, and I was going like, but her but her clothes, I mean, why would you hang up tobacco in your closet? But she lived it, she loved it, wow. and I would criticize her and look at me now. <laughs> And I thought my cig- clothes smelled a lot like smoke. No. Smoking tobacco, different smells. Well, that's true. Maybe I thought my clothes smelled like a cigar shop, but okay, maybe so, not. So go on now. So uh, wait, how, how, how do we transcend now to the States? Well, uh, we transcend to the, cent- to the state because um, remember when Castro took over Cuba 55 years ago, 50 years ago, and then Alfred Edelman. Does the last name Edelman yeah. strike you? Yeah. Well, Alfred Edelman was a uh, friend of my father's, and he, you know, you had to claim people for them to come to Cuba from Cuba to Edelman's the was cigars. Yeah, Edelman with cigars, the same Edelman right. that is um, director or was the director of was it Gurkha or something? Okay, uh, no. Uh, El- yes, I know who you're talking right. about, but that well, same Edelman family. That wow. same family. So Alfred Edelman claimed us, and actually I have a picture of my grandfather on my mother's side in Cuba, front page, Alfred Edelman and my grandmother, grandfather from my mother's. Wow. So he claimed us, and we came here, and uh, my... Uh, now, what year was this? 1961. Wow, okay. okay. So we're in 61 now. Okay. Right. We're in 61. My grandfather had just died from my mother's side. My father was the president of his company in Cuba, and he had just died, but my grandfather uh, went to university over in, in the northeast of the United States, spoke English, got the New York Times, and he told my father, this guy, this Castro guy, he's not a good guy. You've got to get out of here. You have to start looking for a job other than we have to close this up. You have to look for a job in Europe or the United States, and you have to prepare yourself because you've got to get out of here. Wow. So that's how my father got out, Alfred Edelman. Did he actually close the shops? He wasn't a shop. I mean, the distribution was a cigarette distribution on my grandfather, my father, mother's side. But they closed the business. Not only did they close the business, well, um, they they lived in a house on a mountain, okay, and that house was taken over by a general in Cuba. So the general came to the house and so said to my grandmother, "You have thirty days." This is the truck. Whatever you can take with you, you take. And this house is ours. And that is the house that Castro stays in when he goes to uh, what region was this? The farms. The, the, the farms in Cuba. And, and, and where did they expect you to go live then? They don't care. Really? They didn't care. You lost your home and everything in it. <laughs> I, but they, they, were, they were very nice. You could take anything in the house that you could fit in the truck. But of course, we came down to we came to the United States and uh, we came empty-handed in a way. But my grandfather, my mother's side, was so smart; he had an American life insurance, 
So my mother inherited that in the United States and my aunt. So my mother lends it to my father, and my father starts the – he was working for DWG. They, with borrow, they borrowed against the policy? No, no. Oh, he they, passed away. He passed away, and they and got the mother. policy. Okay. So then dad, who was working with the Edelman and, and a bunch of uh, the guys who later were his sales staff in uh, Tropical. Wow. So, uh, so dad started – Martin family, uh, tropical tobacco. And he was also a leaf broker, my father. He had Martin Tobacco as a leaf broker, and he had tropical tobacco as a... So he was selling tobacco and producing cigars. That's correct. And uh, in the beginning of Davidoff, when Davidoff was uh, changing from Cuba to uh, Dominican Republic, well, my father helped them, you know, he taught them how to blend. no. He actually helped them with the blending. Now, if you talk to the Davidoff blenders, they will tell you. Well, that are you talking about Hanky or Hanky and his blenders? The the, two the people guys, that work with him, yeah. yes. The team they actually have still his notes. Really? Because he has beautiful penmanship, and they kept his notes because that's how a lot of them learned. And he also was owner with Hanky in the Tabadon factory before Davidoff bought it. Yeah, I didn't know he was part owner of that. Yeah. So it's a long history. It is a long history, and and, and I think even and most people don't know this. I think the Garcia family was working with you guys when they first came when over. When the Garcias, uh, when I met them in Nicaragua with Eduardo Fernandez, by the way, um, I met Pepin and I I loved him. You know, he was this excellent roller, great personality, and I and I said to him, if you come to the United States, you will have a paycheck before you start working, and you will have a job. He called me maybe a month later, and he says, I'm in uh, Texas, and I, I uh, drive in on Wednesday. And I said, come pick up your check on Friday, even though just to help you out, and you start on Monday. And that's how Pepin Garcia and his son started working with me all over the United States doing event for Tropical Tobacco. Now, funny story is when I opened up my second store, um, which is the West Palm Beach location, right. I never carried, you know, tropical cigars. So Maria's daughter at the time, <laughs> very attractive young lady, I was a single guy, came and sold me a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a lot of stuff from her. How'd that get you? So, you know, I bought too much. But um, lovely young lady, and uh, I think Eric Espinosa actually drove her up to the store, and I gave yes. her a nice order. And we had our grand opening for West Palm Beach, they bought a roller, which was Jaime and his wife. That's right. At the time, I didn't even know who Jaime Garcia was. Right. You know, but at our grand opening West Palm Beach, there he was rolling for Tropical. I mean, I go back, I look at the old pictures, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's amazing. incredible. It's amazing. Well, you see how intertwined we all are amazing. in this industry. I mean, from the Davidoff, from the Hankies, from Placencia, the, the uh, old guy that used to work for Placencia passed away. Um, the talk like this. I didn't know that. Well, he, my dad got him the job there, and he he was excellent with Placencia. They got along really well. So it's a lot of history. Absolutely. Well, listen, folks, don't go nowhere. We have Maria Martin from Pedro Martin Cigars. We're going to talk a little bit more with her right after the break. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Hour 2, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. 
Welcome back, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. I am your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, the Hooch, and the lovely Lady M, and in the studio for our Meet Your Maker segment, we have another lovely, we're blessed with two lovely ladies today in the studio. We have Maria Martin from the Pedro Martin uh, think, Cigars. Unfortunately, now I've met my quota for the year, so I'm not going to get talk? to hang out with any more <laughs> ladies at all. Adam. So, um, right before the break... More life. Yeah. Right before the break, we were talking to Maria and, and going over their extensive history of how they started out in the cigar business or tobacco business back in Spain and eventually made it here to the States. So um, you're here in the States now in, in the 60s and 70s, and your dad starts the Tropical Cigars, and you guys run Tropical Cigars through the boom till about... 27 years. Yeah, until uh, 94, 92? Mm-mm, mm-mm, 2002. 2002, that's what I said. Right. I meant 2004. Uh, no, 2004, 2002. 2002. Yeah, so. and then uh, you guys sold. How come you guys sold at the time? Well, my dad got very ill, and... And how old is your father now? He passed away. I'm sorry. It was, it's going to be two years March 31st. I'm sorry, Maria. For wow. me. It was one right after the other, so it was a that. big hit. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's dad like got, losing two fathers. It's, it well, when Dad died, I looked at Sal and yeah. I said, Sal, you're now my dad because, you know, I've grown up with you also, and and I look up to you so much. And he looked at me. I guess he already knew. And he looked at me and says, I just hope I can uh, be there for you. Yeah. And nine months later, he was gone. So and, 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 and your bonding with Sal was because after you had sold the, the, the Tropical Skies, you ended up working for Camacho Cigars. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I started out as a, uh, I started working with Camacho Cigars in 2003, March 2003. And, uh, you know, I said, I don't want to be a manager. I don't want to, I don't want any responsibility. Didn't you end up having a lot of responsibilities? Yes. You were like the country manager. Well, I, I was president of Tropical Tobacco, so I wanted like a break because my dad was very, was getting very ill, but... Six months later, he says, well, now I need for you to be a regional sales manager. I said, no, 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 no. I don't want that. And he says, well, there's more money. And I said, it doesn't matter. I just don't want that. Then he says, well, there's no other job for you, you know, Christian. (laughs) So at the end, I ended up to be national sales manager until Dad got very ill. And then my my priorities are my family always. And uh, so now, today, we have Pedro Martin Cigars, and they will be at Smokin'. Uh, all the stores starting Monday. Starting Monday. Mm-hmm. Wow, and and what made you decide to after all this come back into the cigar business again? When uh, Dad got very ill, um, when things were happening in Camacho, I would come home, and even though he was a little out of it, I would talk to my father. I would bring him the magazines, and he would say, "Oh my God, I, I have to go to work. Uh. We have to. Oh, we have to. We have to do this, Maria." And he, in his mind, he was still at Tropical, and he was still working with me, and he would converse long conversations, and I would tell him what was going on, and he was very much into it at the moment. So I, I missed the camaraderie with my father. I missed. Um, I miss the small company feel. Camacho, even though it grew very, very much, it was still a small company yes, feel. Yes, it was. And uh, Sal was, you know, walked in two days uh, a week and Christian, and we just enjoyed ourselves very much. We just had a great time, and that's what I want. I want a small company. I want to have a great A tobacco, 
and I want to enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy life. And how do I enjoy life? Like, like my father before me, I love my job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, so, now, is this just, is, is, is it more than, uh, who in your family is involved in, in this company now? Is it just your, your project? It's just my project. Wow. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. uh, well yeah. Well, Nikki's having children, by the way. She's wow. on baby number three. Uh, she's, catch, she's catching up with me then. <laughs> yeah, mm. she's, what does the third baby do? Uh, June, uh, July, I think. Okay, July. so Mars is due in March. So okay. we're, we're, she's catching up. <laughs> so but it's this just, will definitely be my last. It's just you, so the blending and everything that Well, I have help with the blending. Mm -hmm. um, I'm doing the blending with Eduardo Fernandez and Arganosa Leaf. Now, he was the one that bought Tropical Tobacco mm -hmm. in 2002. So it's, again, it. we're, we're, we're going back and we're bonding with people that we bonded from years and years. Mm -hmm. And then Arsenio is their blender in Nicaragua. But I have my own ideas. Right. So, and I'm a woman, so, you know, I've got to go there. And How does that work out when you yeah, share your ideas? Well, um, you know, I, I do it softly, and I say, give this a try. Let's try <laughs> this. Because it's, it, when, when you start blending... A, you have to have a vision mm -hmm. of where do you want to go with this particular cigar, uh, what strength, what wrapper, what do you want in it. And, and you have to work with the uh, blender to make him understand. And then you have to put your input, I want this in it, I want that. And people have their own concepts and their own ideas. Right. And I have a palette that God blessed me with. Thank you, thank you, Pedro Martin. Um, <laughs> that I, it's very diverse, even though I'm a medium smoker, medium strength smoker. And so uh, I've worked, I worked nine months with uh, my Pedro Martin M that's going to be released in two weeks. That's the newest and one. Mm -hmm. Nine months with that one and nine months for uh, Fiera, Pedro Martin Fiera, which means fierce. Okay, those are the two new ones you got coming There's out. There's three new ones, Royal, uh, M, and Fiera. Okay. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners about the line that we're going to be currently carrying and the new ones since some of them might be unfamiliar with it. Okay. Pedro Martin uh, line was launched February 2011, last year. So we're coming up. This is my celebrating one-year anniversary. And our three lines are doing very, very well. And they are Pedro Martin Ruby, got rated 90 in uh, with Cigar Insider, Cigar Aficionado, um, it is a Corojo, a red Corojo wrapper, oh. and it's got lots and lots of taste. So it's a medium bodied with a lot of spice, and it's delicious. It, that's, that's how I can uh, describe Ruby. And then we have Pedro Martin Gold. Now, what I wanted to do with Gold is I wanted a Connecticut, I wanted to prove that a Connecticut wrapper can also be very um, full full and tasteful. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the full guys will only smoke my Pedro Martin Gold in the morning because it's got Corojo binder and filler, but yet it's got the smoothness of the Connecticut. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a lot okay. of what I look for in a morning cigar a lot that, of times. That's exactly why mm -hmm. it's so popular. And then for those that like it a little stronger, I did an all Corojo from different farms in Nicaragua. And it starts out peppery and it continues all the way through to the end. It's a medium to full. So that was, they're all, this is what I called the gold series. And that's what you're going to be carrying. Okay. And they're doing extremely well. And they're in the better stores in the United States. Now, the three new cigars, they're all going to be coming out soon? or Two weeks. All of them in two weeks. All of them in two. No, the three new ones will be in stores in 
two weeks. That's what you're saying. They're all coming out at the same time. That's correct. And, and no, no. The first three are, have been out for no, a no. year. You have three new ones, yes, you said. Those at, three are all coming all out at the same time. Okay. But they're completely different, one no, from no. the other. Right. The the Royal and the M have exactly the same binder and filler, but they're totally different. Why? Because of the wrapper. The Royal has a Connecticut wrapper and ended up being creamy. It ended up, it's got one Maduro leaf in it. It ended up being creamy, being um, mild, more mild than medium, I would say. And a very, 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 you know, for those that don't want it very heavy. Then the the Pedro Martin M is a San Andres Mexican Maduro. Now, oh. my dad always worked, and my dad and I had always worked with uh, Connecticut Broadleaf. So this was a totally different concept because that wrapper is very it's it's very opinionated, you could say. I think it's a bad. I, I like it. I, I love it. I, I think it's a great it, Maduro wrapper. But it was uh, it a was a challenge. Yeah. It was a challenge to wrap where you would have. Uh, some strength and lots and lots of taste because I've noticed that sometimes you have strength and no taste. And I'd like to combine, that's what I want in my cigars, that you feel not only it, whatever strength it, they're supposed to be, but with a lot of taste to it. Um, that you feel it all over the, the, the top of your mouth and in your, and in your tongue. So And then M, which is exactly like Royal with the San Andres Mexican, it ended up to be an awesome cigar. Oh, by the way, we have a 7x70. No. Yes, we do. Wow. Mm. And uh, then the Fiera really? is, yeah. The Fiera is a... F- Interesting. It, yeah. He's not a big fan of anything. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not a big fan of the big... Big ones. I mean, that's it's just huge. it's that's monstrous. On my on my Facebook, you gotta go big sometimes. Go yeah. big or go home. Tell them on yeah. my Facebook just at Martin Family of Cigars, uh, you will find a picture of me, and you'll actually see the seven by seventy. It's seven huge. by seventy. I couldn't smoke at all, by the way. <laughs> I, now I tried. Now this year is going to be that like uh, obviously the company's <laughs> first appearance at the Great Smoke. That's correct. Although you've had great, you've had Great Smoke experience yes, plenty I of have. times with Camacho, and I'm honored, Dave. Thank no, you we're, so much. we're happy you, that, uh, to have you this year with us. It's, uh, it's going to be a blast. Um, so we've talked about your new cigars. We know you're going to smoke. What I want to touch base on is for a long time. How, how many years has this organization been in effect now? The International Women's Cigar Society was started in about two years ago. Two I years, yeah. Um, and I want you to tell our listeners, and for guys listening, if, if your wife or your your better half um, is into cigars, um, you need to get them involved in this program. It's a great program that uh, Maria's involved in, and it's called the International Women's Cigar Cigar Society. That's correct. And why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about it. Well, the reason why this society came to be about is because I had met a group called the Cigar Babes Mm -hmm. in Wisconsin, and they are PTA moms. Uh, They are uh, just housewives. They are uh, professional women, and they all smoke with their husbands or by themselves, and they're a huge group, a lot of camaraderie. They do a lot of um, good things for the for um, a lot of uh, fundraising. So I said, you know, that's an aspect that women can really participate in that we're good at, mm-hmm. fundraising, doing things to help other people. And I also found in, in my travels that a lot of women are closet smokers. 
They will smoke with their husbands uh, every every night, and the children don't know it, and nobody knows it. Right. It's like uh, it, it's like it used to be in the 1929s when mm-hmm. nobody would cigarettes. Right. Okay, so that's what I found, and so I wanted a place or a society for the professional women cigar smokers that would also uh, travel through or get uh, or, or or travel and and combine with the individual women, the individual retail, um, to have their own clubs, and we can all merge together in one uh, society called the International Women's Society. And it's national. And it's national. It's international. 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 How many many members do you have? Uh, Roughly. Uh, We have retailers. We have about um, 100 retailers. We have uh, retailers from all over the world. Um, and we also have manufacturers from all over the world. And and the newest thing, which was last year, is that cigar clubs associated with stores have joined the International Women's Cigar Club. Oh, very okay? cool. And then what we do, we're a nonprofit. There is no money here for anybody except whatever our chosen uh, causes, causes mm-hmm. for the year. So if you have a cause... So if Lady M wanted to join, how would she go about doing it? Lady M would join through smoking. It's all, yes. Through a retailer. Okay. We're a professional society of women cigar smokers. Okay, so you will work on that. I will get on that right now. <laughs> and you know, the, the good part about all this is that the, have you noticed a change in a lot of the manufacturers that there's a lot more women involved? In the industry. In the industry. Yes. Getting there. I, incredible, huh? Mm-hmm. And this is for the, pa- the last two years, it's really been a lot. So it's important that because. It's a new segment in society that will uh, the on, the only thing that's going to do is bring together these marriages, bring together uh, a social environment. You know, t- uh, cigars. Uh, everybody that smokes cigars, it's it's like it's uh, transcends. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be a garbage uh, collector and a lawyer, and you're all going to be comfortable smoking a cigar together. So it's good for uh, couples and and. Uh, and th- let them feel comfortable, women to feel comfortable. Maria Martin from Pedro Martin Cigars. Thank you very much for coming in today on Kiss My Ash Thank Radio. You. You'll stick with us for the rest of the show sure. and join us. Good, mm-hmm. we got a lot of fun stuff coming. Don't go nowhere, folks. We still got uh, the Monte Cristo Weekly Trivia and uh, the Blogger's Corner with a new blogger for the first time. So uh, stick around. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CB Radio. Here at AT AT&T, we know that there's been a huge backlash to our recent smartphone rate hike, but we want to make it clear that our tablet data plans are as reasonable as they've always been. If you don't include the $36 activation fee, $2.95 visual voicemail fee, $5 restocking fee, $2 Wi-Fi hotspot fee, $4 maintenance fee, $6 SafeLink wireless fee, $19.95 connection fee, $2 Android access fee, and $350 termination fee. But if you promise to stay with us through the end of your mandatory minimum two-year contract, we'll promise to stop lying about our competitors in our TV ads. We're AT&T. You're stuck in a two-year contract. Oh, hey, girl, hey. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Pravada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedors. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Pravada can be best described in one word satisfying enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion either for oneself or together with friends this is a genuine lifestyle it is davidoff's the good life uniting craftsmanship dedication and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the davidoff brand davidoff when only the best will do smoke in is a proud davidoff appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed davidoff white label cigars for your nearest smoke in location Visit www.smokein.com. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. You may know Zycar is a world leader in quality cigar accessories, but the HC Series cigars are also second to none. The HC Series cigars available in three different blends capture the spirit of Havana and the high ratings speak for themselves. These cigars are perfectly blended for that balance of rich, hearty flavor and tasty smoke. Look for Zycar's new limited edition, Salomon, available at Fine Tobacconist this fall. Smoking cigars are proud purveyors of all three blends of Zycar's HC Series cigars. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoking locations. For over 75 years, one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand. Monte Cristo. Whether you prefer the subtle complexities of Monte Cristo Classic, the smooth elegance of Monte Cristo White, the rich, seductive flavor of Monte Cristo Platinum, or the dark and mysterious Monte Cristo Reserva Negra, you are savoring, quite simply, the best of the best. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. 
Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut. A hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Yeah, the diamonds in the light. I was standing side by side as a shadow crosses my What music is this? What it takes this is my era. Okay, Abe? Really? I'm gonna start fist pumping. You guys take some of those songs I said to start making a What music is this? I'll bring you my iPod next week, Colin. (laughs) It's supposed to be somewhat of my persona in the music there, but what about my persona? Nobody cares. Exactly. (laughs) You put enough of your persona in everything else. (laughs) Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Ash Abe, along with my gang, the Hooch, the lovely lady, Lady M, and of course today our special guest, Maria Martin from Pedro Martin Cigars. Hot weekly deal. Let's see what's hot. Smoking's got a hot weekly deal every week, and this week, week four of the new year, mm-hmm. uh, from January 20th to January 27th, noon to noon, we have what we call the Down Periscope Sampler. This is a 12-cigar sampler for only twenty nine ninety five, which regular MSRP would be eighty seven ninety five. That's a 66% savings. And I guess they geared it this week because uh, Republican presidential hopeful uh, field narrowed down to four with Texas Governor Rick Perry dropping out of the race. And endorsing Newt to boot, Santorum was still looking to capitalize on his crusades, levels, Christian fundamentalism to tighten his race through the bulging Bible Belt. Ron Paul is struggling with the reality that despite his sterling Republican chops, Romney will still beat him just because he looks more like a president. (laughs) In honor of the upcoming South Carolina primary, we offer the Down Periscope sampler, including three Tarano Tour Blend cigars from 2009, folks. Four Tarano 1960 Cameroon Robustos, three H. Upman Superforte Maduro Churchills, one La Gloria Siriar Maduro, number seven, and one Rocky Patel Decade Torpedo, six and a half by 52. Twelve cigars, twenty nine ninety five. that's less than two fifty a stick. If you want to take advantage of this uh, hot weekly deal, just visit us at www.smokein.com and click on Smokin's Hot Weekly Deal. Now it's time for our bloggers' corner. Uh, today we have William Cooper from cigarcoop.com. That's cigar hyphen C O O P dot com. Will, you there? Yes, I am, Aid. How you doing? Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for inviting me on. Oh, good to have you. Listen, Coop, why don't you uh, start out by telling our, you know, your first time on the show, calling from uh, North Carolina, I see? Yes. Why don't you uh, tell our uh, loyal listeners about uh, your site and how it started and, uh, you know, your content and stuff. Yes, uh, the genesis of the site was kind of um, a little unorthodox. I was originally using Facebook to jot a whole bunch of thoughts and comments about cigars. And then a few folks said to me, well, why don't you go put that on a blog? And I never really thought of myself (laughs) as setting up a blog, so I did. And for all practical purposes... 
it started out as a personal cigar blog, and it did a lot of things, such as cigar reviews. It looked at events. It looked at cigar shops. And I kind of was looking to see where the direction I wanted to take it in and just started talking to folks. And a lot of the good feedback I was getting was on the reviews we were doing. And what I decided to do is really change the focus of the website about a year ago to have a three-pronged approach. First, um, around reviews of cigars. Second, previewing cigars that are upcoming in the marketplace. And the third thing is around cigar legislation, because uh, without a focus on that, everything else is going to just fall by the wayside. So I changed the direction of that, and things just really started to take off in terms of I got a lot of good feedback from folks. And... Um, I was happy with that going forward. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. And and uh, how many cigars to date have you reviewed on your site? Over 200. All right, great. And uh, the cigar you're going to be doing for us today? It is the latest in the Liga Pravada line. It is the Feral Flying Pig. Wow. Well, well, there you go. Lucky enough that you were able to get one. I hope. Good for you. Yes, yes. Well, tell us what you thought about the Flying Feral Pig. Okay, so this is actually the third flying pig of the Liga Pravada line, and folks may be familiar with the Liga Pravada number nine flying pig and the T fifty two flying pig, which were uh, four and a quarter by sixty size perfectos. I like to call them the pig vitola, and they were variations of the number nine T fifty two blend. For the feral flying pig, this is a little different in that this blend is a new blend. Uh, by the folks at Liga Pravada, and it falls under the Unico Siri line. And for folks who are not familiar with the Unico Siri line, it's a concept by Liga Pravada and Drew Estate where it's one blend, one Vitola. So they map the Vitola to the blend, and um, that's where the feral flying pig uh, genesis came from. The actual Vitola is a little bigger than the standard flying pig that you may have seen. This is a 5 and 3 eighths by 60 perfecto, so it's a little longer as far as that goes. Blend has a uh, Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro, Brazilian Matafina binder, and a Nicaraguan filler. This, um, this cigar is full-bodied, full-strength. So, in other words, this is a cigar you're going to have after a good meal. And the interesting thing I've seen about this cigar I've seen folks from age 20 to age 60 who can handle a full-body, full-strength cigar really enjoy this cigar. So it's it's appealed to a very wide range of cigar enthusiasts, which which has been a, a nice thing, I think, when you can have a cigar that you can put in that many folks' hands. But obviously, it's not something you're going to give to a new cigar enthusiast. Did you when, find uh, Did you find it similar to either the nine or the T52 blend? I found it. Oh. A little more similar to the nine, if I had to say so. That makes sense. But I thought it was more or more like that. I concur. Mm-hmm. I agree too. Yeah, and I think the difference with with them, they're similar blends in that the, the wrapper's the same on them, and, and I believe the binder's the same. There's some differences in the filler. So I kind of, in my head, I probably already knew it was closer to the number nine one. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and do you have a, a rating system for your site? Did you give scores, or do you just give an arbitrary review on your, and your feelings on the cigar? So originally, um, I started out not doing scoring systems. I was uh, rating cigars as far as uh, the lowest one being a pass, then a see what you think, a little higher, 
a nice to have, a memorable, and a historic. So it was kind of a one to five system where I was just kind of giving more of an intangible rating. And I do a lot of traveling across the country, and I've talked to some retailers just kind of getting their thoughts on it. And a lot of the retailers were saying, that's a nice thing, but a lot of retailers were coming back and saying, and I don't know how you feel about this, they wanted to see a numeric score. <laughs> so this January 1st, after kind of months of testing it out, I've just started um, assigning numeric scores to the assessments we're doing on cigars. Now, are you going back and actually scoring all the ones you've reviewed already, too? No, no, okay. I'm not going to do that. I may, I may just, I'm not going to go back to every review. From time to time, I may post some scoring updates, um, but I will smoke them again before I go do a scoring update. But all the uh, reviews going forward do have a numerical score attached to it. And did the Flying Feral Pig have a numerical score? A 92. A 92, and it's out of 100. So we're going out of 100. Yeah, and I try to keep the scoring system similar to the 85 to 100 scoring system that commonly seen, because that's what folks relate to. And there's a big difference between a cigar that's rated in 87 and one that's related in 92 in, in this industry. So I've tried to keep my scoring system similar to that so folks can relate to it. Sounds good, Coop. So listen, can you tell our listeners anything... Uh that you're going to be reviewing in the upcoming weeks so that they can look forward to and uh, visit you at your site, cigar-coop.com? Yeah, we have a lot of good stuff coming out this week. Uh, review coming out this afternoon is going to be on a boutique uh, cigar called Chinook Cellars, and that will be coming out sometime this afternoon. The uh, Zycar HD Colorado, the Lido Gomez Small Batch Number 3, and the Tatawahe Petite Casadors are all queued up for the, the upcoming week. And then we'll turn our attention to some of the new spring releases that are coming out. You're doing the number three small batch from last year? Yes. Yeah, and I'm behind on that one. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, I'm amazed you so, even you have know, any of those or can find them. Yeah, I had one lying around, and uh, I happened to have a chance to smoke it. And it's just with all the new cigars that came out late last year, some cigars just didn't get up there and didn't get in time for a review, so... I'm trying to turn some attention back to those right now that I missed. Well, the other thing is you got a little age on that, so I know I've got three of those sitting around that I may have Do gotten. you really from. still got three sitting around? Um, I had to go out and about and find them elsewhere, but I did oh, wow. come through with... I bought a bunch of them as soon as I found them. So I've got three Sorry, of them sitting yeah. around. So uh, yeah. they're aging beautifully, too. Absolutely. Well, cool. Will, thanks for coming on the show. We welcome you on Kiss My Ash Radio. And uh, for our listeners out there who want to get more reviews and... Listen to more what Will has to say. You can visit him at www.cigar-coop.com. That's cigarcoop.com. Thanks a lot, Will. Thank you, ver- thank you very much. Take care, my friend. Okay. The right. Flying Feral Pig. You know, if only people could get them to <laughs> yep. try them. Yep. The review sounds great, but the cigar tastes better if we can get it. Yeah. Uh, and they're... Uh, Lady M. I'm here time? with my trivia. You ready to give fifty dollars away? Are you sure you're awake? You look like you've been yawning a lot what over are you there. Talking? I'm not yawning. Because there's, there's, no, there, there's been no booze this week. Uh, that's no, I booze last food. night, and I'm trying to recoup. You know, I've still got the bottle of Jaeger in the fridge in the hey, store. I, I don't brought do Jaeger. We didn't do Jaeger the other night. Wednesday night, no, there was Wednesday, no Jaeger at Wednesday all. night, we did, we did tequila. Tequila. Because I'm on a tequila kick since my birthday. You know, it happens with age. Something like that. <laughs> you want to talk about age? Let's talk about age. Listen, when you can keep up, when you can keep up with me, then we'll talk about I'm age. I'm so over this. Let's not talk about it. 
You, you, and her, you got a big head. Your head's gotten big since we started the show. Yeah, very. Oh. But we brought her down to earth. We took her out yeah. one night. She didn't even make the show. It missed the first hour of the show. I mm-hmm. did, but that was the first and Walked only in time. all hungover. Ooh. It was Abe's birthday. We she lost her at about 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> she didn't even remember what she was talking about during the show during that week. I don't. Let's yeah. not go there. Okay, anyways. <laughs> um... <laughs> I want to talk about the Monte Cristo movie trivia. You and a clip for the audience? I do. I know. Somebody please tell me uh, what film the following scene is from. Thank you, boss, for throwing in that frequency. I'm a man of large appetites, and even with lunch under my belt, I was feeling right peckish. It's our pleasure, Big Dan. Thank you as well for the conversational hiatus. I generally refrain from speech during gustation. There are those who attempt both at the same time. I find it coarse and vulgar. And there you have it. One of my favorite movies of all time. Really? Oh, without a doubt. I used to know this, I used to know this movie line by line from beginning to end. It didn't seem like your kind of film. Are you kidding me? I don't know. One you're of the you're best, all over the place. One of the best movies of all time. Best dialogue ever written. Great soundtrack. Can't go wrong. Be the first person to call us to call us in. Let us know what that movie is, and you will win a $50 gift certificate courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars. Don't go nowhere. we still got more to come. Uh, we got uh, Ask Lady M, and of course, another episode of Fact or Bullcrap. Oh, I love this game. <laughs> you are listening to Kiss My Ass Radio Victory on CBU will be Radio. Mine. And now it's time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. Oh no, I'm out of change and I'm stuck at the worst traffic light in town. The one with the homeless guy, always watching, staring, judging. Nice car lady, I bet it's worth around 8,000 sandwiches. Don't make eye contact. That's like a nonverbal agreement to read his sign. And God help me if I have to roll down my window. Next thing you know, I'll be pulling out the high to bed and showing him where I keep the spare towels. Eventually we'll start dating and then boom, we're exchanging vows at an overpass. For our honeymoon, he'll take me to a different traffic light. Of course, when our kids arrive, we'll need to add a room addition, probably five or six boxes. No, I refuse to become homeless just because this light won't change. Hmm, change. And that was another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. Drop it like it's hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life, the guilt-free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild-to-medium-bodied, top-quality smoke. With Vega Fina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoy de Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. 
CAO cigars are innovative. CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO Cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO Cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO. Surgeon General's warning, cigars not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912. Artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos. Making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series. The Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Experience the mystery of Gurkha, one of the world's greatest cigar brands. Discover a century of tradition with each uniquely handcrafted cigar made from a variety of the finest tobaccos. When only the best will do, for those with a distinguished palate, indulge in a highly acclaimed Gurkha Grand Reserve, Evil, Assassin, Ninja, and the three new retailer-exclusive brands, Cellar Reserve, Royal Challenge, and Seduction. Gurkha cigars are now available at fine tobacconists everywhere and all smoke-in locations. Join the Gurkha tribe today. EO Brands features cigars that have been rated in the 90s and in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. Whether you're smoking a 601 series, the Dark Rich Murcielago, or the Spicy Punch of the Cubao series, you experience a rush of bold and hearty smoke reminiscent of Old Havana. Looking to push the envelope? Then try the new 601 La Bamba. The 601 La Bamba is the fullest body cigar to hit the market and will surely be a flavor bomb in your mouth. All fine EO brand cigars can be found at your nearest fine tobacconist and all smoke-in locations. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the La Aurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the La Aurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year, and Rob reports best of the best honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. Old world Cuban tradition and heritage can be felt in every cigar from Pete Johnson's Havana Cellars. Whether you're smoking a Tatuaje, La Riqueza, Cabaguan, Ambos Mundos, or El Triunfador, Fausto, or La Casita, you will always experience a unique smoking sensation that will take you back in time. 
Chosen as Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 and with multiple ratings above 90, see for yourself why everyone is raving about the fine cigars from Pete Johnson and Havana Cellars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. I say it loud, I'm Latino and proud. I say it loud, I'm Latino and proud. Welcome back. We're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, the Hooch. Oh, yeah. And the lovely Lady M. Hello. And, of course, our very special guest who's been in the studio with us all morning, the lovely Maria Martin from Pedro Martin Cigars. Amazingly enough, she hasn't run out screaming yet. Not yet. I'm having fun. Yeah, enjoying the show? Yes, I am. Good for you. There's no tequila involved today. Uh, listen, <laughs> we played a segment, for those of you who heard it, a, a minute, <laughs> it's a place where no man wants to go, a minute in a woman's head before the segment. Talked about uh, the homeless guy, and all of a sudden, Lady M was telling us about her good friend. Bernard. Yes, do tell our listeners about Bernard, because well, I found this extremely interesting. Bernard and I, we met um, last year at Okeechobee and the Turnpike, and for you uh, people that take the like, Turnpike... literally, with Okeechobee and the and Turnpike. the Turnpike, he's there, like the every, right there at that, li- at that light, every almost every single day at 5, 5.30, the evening hours, he's there. And was this because you woke up? On the corner? No. By um, the bike you know, I started like, it, I oh, just good. started making eye contact and we start winking back and forth. Do you have any romance? No, I'm just kidding. So I started giving him money and, um, you know, and then, you know, I take the turnpike like five days a week. So one thing led to another, first name basis. We're cool, we're friends. And I, um, I help him pay his bills. Do you, do you bring him Christmas gifts? I, you know what? I give him so much money. Like I swear, I must give him. You know, it's supposed to work the other way around. You know, he, <laughs> he needs it. But he, if you, for those that are listening and you know, know him, you know, he, he has a broken hand right now and he needs help. You know, he walks around the corner and gets in his Porsche and drives. You know what? There. He did pull a BlackBerry out, and I go, Bernard, really? What is that? <laughs> I go, what is right? that? And um, he's like, no, listen, it's one of my girlfriends. I go, girlfriend, you got a girlfriend. We got into it, and I, I stopped talking to him for you a week. You felt hurt, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I was a bit offended. So, anywho. This is hilarious. <laughs> Bernard and I. I want you to bring Bernard in on the show. The other thing is, Bernard. for those of you paying attention, this is how most of all Emily's relationships go, too, by the way. I yeah. want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much all of them go this way, too. It's like, hey, oh, well, wait, what about your other he, girlfriend? He, what other girlfriend? Just like, everyone, just like every other boyfriend, he didn't have a job. So. Exactly. Also, too. Anyways. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I, want, I, want, I want to meet Bernard. So you're going to bring Bernard I'm in. I'm going to bring him in. Yeah. I'm gonna Next ask time him. you're driving, make an appointment. I want to get him on a Saturday right. show. I have to meet the homeless person. All right. Gotcha. Good buddies with. Gotcha. That being said, uh, we have a couple callers for our uh, Monte Cristo trivia question. We have Matt from Virginia. Matt, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hello. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. How you doing? Doing very good. Thanks for listening to the show. We hope you enjoy it, Matt. Uh, listen every week, brother. Thank you very much. So uh, are you calling in for your shot at the 50 bucks? I'm calling in for the shot. What is the name of the movie? Sounded to me like, oh, brother, where art thou? Absolutely. (laughs) My good buddy, uh, John Goodman, one of my favorite scenes uh, in the movie. uh, Yeah, and fun fact from the movie, if you want to know, the Soggy Bottom Boys, the musical group that the main characters formed, 
um, is a homage to the Foggy Mountain Boys, a bluegrass band led by Lester Flatt and Earl Screws. The band's hit single is Dick Brunette's Man Dick of Brunettes, Dick yes. Brunette's Man of Constant Sorrow, a song that had already enjoyed much success in real life. Tommy, the lead guitarist of the Soggy Bottom Boys, is a uh, intentional reference to the legend of Delta Blues artist Tommy Johnson, who claimed to have sold his soul to the devil in return for blues fame. I think we're going to get Emily a phonics kit for mm-hmm. how they read more than I thought more. I was the only Tommy I, I tell you, <laughs> college graduate. Come on, girl. What? Well, you think I'm... You <laughs> look like so slow. <laughs> M- Matt fell asleep. You still with us, Matt? He did fall asleep. Matt, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, buddy. Congratulations. We're going to get that $50 gift card. I don't need a phonics kit. I need reading glasses. Yes. We're going to get that $50 gift card out to you, buddy. Thanks for listening. I think she Hey, needs. thank you, guys. Take care. I she can also needs read. not to have beer goggles I on. I can read. Yeah, very good. <laughs> All right, folks. Listen, you know, this music has been playing me. I, I want a hey, uh, Colin, you there? I wanted, to, I wanted to tell you the kind of music that you got to be playing for our, my rejoinder. So I, I brought up this clip for you. Why don't you hit it? And I still gave service. What? Kids look at these crayons. Kids look at these crayons. Kids look at these crayons. Uh-huh. I make art. Kids look at these crayons. Kids look at these crayons. Kids look at these crayons. Uh-huh. I make art. And I want to make Oh, they're going to be crazy. Elmo song. Elmo song. Wow. Now we're talking. You know, the weird part is, I had the actual version of this song stuck in my head all day yesterday. And now you're really going to have it And now it's really going to be stuck in my head, and it's going to be awful. Now you know I have three daughters. I'm alone in my office, and that's the only thing I think is, I'm sexy, and I know what I'm by myself going. Like, oh, man, I'm pathetic. I'm Elmo, and I know it. All right, here we go. Now, time for another fun-filled episode of Fact or Bullcrap. Now, last we left our uh, contestants here. Adam won. Adam had uh, taken the throne, mm-hmm. winning over the reign of Fact or Bullcrap champion from Lady M. But today, we have a guest in the studio. So there's going to be three players. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Three players mm-hmm. for Fact and Bullcrap. You have ten questions, and I will be keeping score. Here we go. Number one. All pet cats have the same blood type. Fact or Bullcrap. Bull. Bull. Fact. Bull crap. Yeah. They have three blood types. Really? In fact, dogs have between 8 and 12. Interesting. So one for the ladies. Do you know what lions have? I, I'm going to imagine they're cats. Lion blood? Yeah, tiger blood. <laughs> tiger blood. Oh, Charlie Sheen, yes. Nice. They have Charlie Sheen blood. All right, anyways. Number two. The word masochism refers to an ancient stereotype about the sexual practices of the Freemasons. What? Starts, I'm going to take a turn and start with different people. What? The word masochism refers to an ancient stereotype about the sexual practices of the Freemasons. Fact or bullcrap? Bullcrap. Fact. Fact. The lady says facts. The man says bullcrap. It is bullcrap. Oh. The practice was named after Austrian author Leopold von Sackermasoch, oh. who apparently... Who was apparently really into masochism. Well, I, hmm. I thought because of the Masonic temples, that's why I thought it might have been. Yeah, they suckered you into that. Yeah, yeah they that was did. the whole thing we were going Okay. Through. Number three. 
In addition to starting the donut chain, Tim Hortons... I love Tim Hortons! There you go. Horton was a professional ice hockey player who died in a car crash while fleeing from police. We're going to start with Emily. Uh, fact. No. Bullcrap? Bull. Uh. Actually, that is a fact. He was a professional hockey player. But he actually, was a professional. He was a professional hockey player. I don't know if he died while no, chasing police, though. No. Reports say he was going more than 100 miles an hour yeah. when he crashed. Yeah, I knew that. Fact yes. Yeah. So... We have Adam and Lady Team KMA is in the lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, here we go. The band Leonard Skinner, which you know so well, Lady M, correct? Yeah. Can you, you say say Leonard one Sweet song? Home oh my Alabama. God! <laughs> Write this date on the calendar. Very good. I'm impressed. Oh God, I was right. Okay. I mean, I mean, you should have said Freebird, but it's all right. No. That Freebird, smell. Yeah. Well, I didn't go that far. Hey, she knows Leonard Skinner. That's good enough. Yeah. The band Leonard Skinner was named after a high school gym teacher who gave the band members a hard time over their long hair. Fact or bullcrap? Fact. Fact. That is a fact. Fact. We have three facts, and it is a fact. His name was Leonard Skinnerd. And he told them they'd never amount to anything. Because of their long hair. Leonard just passed away last September. Yeah. So we have one for everybody. Score is three team Kiss My Ash to two team Pedro Martin Cigars. Jesus, I'm trailing. I got to get going. Oh, you're all right. You're the only one behind. It changes quickly. <laughs> Number five. It's illegal to recite the Gettysburg Address out loud at the Lincoln Memorial. Fact or bullcrap? Bullcrap. Bull. Bull. Uh, oh, it really? is a fact, yes. It's considered a demonstration, and you must need a permit from Park You've Police in order to do it. Uh, no points there. Interesting. Number six. There are about 75 different combinations of brand type and size of toothpaste. There's uh, white. Wait, what was it? Repeat it. There are about 75 brand types. different combinations of brand type. Type and size of toothpaste. I think there's more, so I'm going to say bull. Fact. Sounds fact enough to me. Ladium has it right. Bull crap. There's way more. There are 69 toothpaste types just introduced just last year. Overall, there are about wow. 350 different choices of toothpaste to choose from. Yeah. Hmm. Ladium jumps in the lead. Because I'm good. I clean my teeth. Here you go. All right. That's about the only thing clean, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. I won't go that far. Here we go. Number seven. There's no one left living in New York City's Little Italy who was actually born in Italy. Adam. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. Bull. Fact. Only 5% of the residents even consider themselves Italian-Americans anymore. Nobody scores points there. All right. We got got two questions left. Maria, you got got to get these both right. I know, I know. Here we go. Now I'm nervous. Number eight. Four out of five prostitutes in New York City have a Facebook page. Start with Maria. Fact? Fact. Yeah, I got a uh, bull crap just to be different. Fact. A study by Columbia University found that 83% of them have Facebook pages. I'm surprised it's only that few. Who doesn't? So we have, going into the last question, we have Lady M with five correct and Adam and no Maria three correct. Ooh. Yeah, so Lady M... Uh, has won today. Now we're going to see who gets second. Did you do that on purpose? Here we go. Maybe. Number 10. <laughs> Close to a million people go to spring training games before each baseball season. Fact or bullcrap? Fact. You said a million? Close to a million. I don't know. Um, bull. 
I'm going to say bull crap. It's got to be more than that. Bull. Total attendance is actually $3 million per year. Yeah. So congratulations, Lady M. You have regained your title with five correct answers. Adam and Maria came in second with fourth. So overall, close race. That being said, it uh, doesn't look like we're going to be able to ask Lady M. Not, not even time. one question? I don't think you have any one. good answers for us anyway. Yeah, come on. Just one. Real quick. Collins says go. Collins says go. One question. All right. Wow. All right. Well, let's see where the one question is. It's time to This one comes ask. from Long Beach, California, actually, from Jimmy Rodriguez. Question. I'm 36 years old, and I find that if a woman has the slightest thing I'm attracted to, I want to hook up with her. Sexually, obviously. Mm. These thoughts run through my head daily. She doesn't even have to be that pretty. She just has to have something I like. Am I addicted to sex, or is this somewhat normal? Am I a creep? I'm I'm sorry. He says, I'm not a creep, and I don't stare or anything. I just kind of look and say to myself, I'd hit that. Well, Jimmy, I hate to break it to you, but it's called being a man. Right, I know. You You men, this is how your minds work. You are just a typical dude. You don't think with your heart, you think with your... He he sounds like about 90% of the guys we... Sell cigars to on a daily basis, and then and hang out. says heterosexual. Exactly, like every man in this room. Yeah. Yes. Hey, you know, yes. I can. Well, all right, I'm, I'm talking to you too, Colin. I see you laughing. <laughs> Speaking of which, man, did you hear about the Madonna and Elton John fights that have been going no. on? Oh, that's oh, they are going back and forth. In fact, you know, um, Elton said there's no way Madonna was going to win. She had no effing chance, and she said, "Well, may the best man win." Ooh. She did. It was hilarious. Well, folks, listen. Thanks again for listening. This has been another episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Steve, signing off. Join us again next week. Who's on our show next week, Lady M? George Rico. Uh, we have George. Jorge Rico. Excellent. Rico. So that should Cigar be good. pimp. Remember, gang, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. <laughs> this is Steve signing out and telling you to be merciless, spare no cigar. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out. Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon. Join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to kissmyassradio.com. To me, I-